What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Good morning, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. You have found yourself at Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I'm your host, Suzanne Stoffer, and my co-host, uh, Megan Silito, I believe will be joining us shortly. <laughs> it's kind of, you never know with that. Um, we have a confession to make this morning. Literally 15, I think, 15, 20 minutes ago, we were sleeping soundly, soundly in bed, and <laughs> I woke up with a start. I was like, what time is it? And, oh, my God, it's like, wow, we have a show. <laughs> we have a radio show to do. So, um, you know, because there's no way that we can do a radio show without coffee, Megan uh, rushed to the coffee shop, and uh, she is now on her way back <laughs> with coffee in hand so that we can do the show today. So, you know, our topic today is madness and magic, and I think it's just a little bit of madness um, in both of us that we find ourselves in these situations from time to time. So, <laughs> welcome to the show. Who knows what's going to happen with us? Uh, but I am excited. We're really excited about this topic. Um, and I'm wondering if you if you have have seen that, you know, like in history um, with regards to people of really high intelligence or high creativity, um, that there's, there's more than a touch of madness <laughs> um, inside of them. You know, like I can think of many authors, um, who uh, many many who actually ended up in insane asylums, right? Um, Vincent, Van Gogh, or Vincent Van Gogh is a great example. We all know him about cutting off his ear. Um, but, you know, even modern day... Um, there's all kinds of characters where they're so, so creative, um, but they're also in that creative process uh, tend to, in a way, be challenged with a lot, a lot of doubt, um, a lot of, uh, you know, Steve Jobs is a great example where he was so almost like OCD, right? So obsessive compulsive about um, his vision uh, that he would literally not allow for any anybody to tell him that that wasn't possible. You know, even though the technology didn't exist of what he was trying to create, um, he was um, literally like, go figure it out um, and come back to you do. So we're going to talk about this phenomenon um, because we have our own ounce or two of madness inside of us and um, and, I, you know, in, in all honesty, for for many years, this is another confession, Megan um, has wondered if I had multiple personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not a joke. Like, seriously, she kind of just looks at me sometimes and is like, um, how many are there in there? Um <laughs> Maybe you can talk about that, babe, because if people, if people you, are, yeah, go ahead. You know what was coming to mind while you were talking was the what we call in the uh, in the uh, entertainment industry they talk about divas, right? Mm -hmm. These these virtuosos that are like hand me my they're like pirates, you know, <laughs> and um, so it's like it's very interesting where. The talent is high, where the capacity are high, it's almost like 
there's also a level of sensitivity. Well, it is. The, the higher the intelligence um, or the, the gift spectrum, it's like there's a sensitivity that goes with that. And the way that I look at it is that when, like, for instance, I my nephew Gabe is, like, so, so brilliant. But, like, as a baby, he's one of the hardest babies. He had colic, and he just screamed for, like, months. But this kid, it's so crazy, his capacity to to receive the emotions of his, you know, in his family. And, like, he's he was putting that into art really early on and, you know, things like that so that there's, like, this level when where there's a high degree of capacity intelligence and my intelligence I don't just mean IQ I mean all the intelligences right like the ability to perceive energy the ability to perceive emotions empathy um natural intelligence all that it's almost like um like a Lamborghini it's like this highly attuned um machine if you will but it like a lamborghini like how you drive it you you can't drive it like a regular car you can't drive it like a chevette you have to drive it <laughs> like this because uh, it's so so sensitive like you touch the steering wheel and it turns and that's what's true for people that have a lot of magic because when one of our definitions for magic is simply the um, the capacities for potency that every person has, okay, and the and magic that that potency reflected back in the world and in the universe, and so when somebody has a lot of capacities, like Missy over there, and I mean, like, it, and like if it's okay if I can use you as this sure. example because like. For those of you who don't know Suzanne, like she has intelligence in so many different areas. Like I know that I'm kind of an idiot savant in like my world and like with what I'm good at. But like I I remember before she sold her accounting business and she um, was a personal trainer. And uh, when we got together, she started opening up these psychic capacities. And so I loved when we would meet new people. I'm like, tell them what you do. Because everybody says, what do you do? And she'd say, well, I'm an accountant and I'm a psychic and I'm a personal trainer. And you should see the looks on their faces. It was like, those things don't go together. I don't think those <laughs> go together. <laughs> don't, compute, don't compute. Because every time it would freak people out. Because it has intelligence in all of those areas. But with that intelligence also comes a sensitivity. And one of the things that's very interesting, um, years ago when I was doing rapid eye therapy, um, one of the trainings that I took was in how to facilitate MPD or multiple personalities, now called DID or disorder identity. Um, and it's in the, uh, in the, uh, well, the psychology thing, DSMV, DSMV, considered a disorder in the last probably 10 years, there's several people that are doing work this uh, with these people and they're realizing that they have literal um, capacities for really, really big kinds of magic, like uh, moving objects with their mind, bilocating, like some of these kinds of things, and to be able to, you know, um, talk through their mind and, and things like that. And... It's interesting because when you look at the personality traits, the traits that indicate if you have... So the difference between like like someone that has um, sort of like is expressing their magic in a really functional way and then somebody who might be sort of in the shadow side of that that they're splitting right and left and um you know moving into different characters and all of that the difference is is the amount of trauma that the person receives so if you take somebody that is that highly sensitive and by the way one of the traits that would predispose you to mobility if you had enough stress on your system, i.e. trauma, is genius IQ. If you have, because it actually takes 
a certain level of brain capacity to be able to split itself out and be able to open up all these different doors and all these different parts. You actually have to have like a high, high degree of intelligence. And this is true for a lot of the things that we um, look at at borders. And the difference between whether it's in the magic or whether it's in the madness, number one has to do with the, with the amount of trauma that the person goes through. And number two, their access to resources to channel that or to heal that in a way that basically opens the door magic. So how many people um, have had abusive or very difficult childhoods who have really um, highly developed psychic abilities, right? Because in a way, those traumas, develop or push forward the talent in a particular way or the genius in that particular way. So it's um, uh, it's one of the reasons that the madness and the magic are so closely entwined because the thing that makes you so sensitive to the world and allows you to read the world and interpret the world and make connections and 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 invent things and and create things and all of that that those same capacities have a level of sensitivity that if that that person goes through a lot of hurt a lot of pain those sensitivities can then organize around pain and so it's one of the reasons so is is we want to talk about how like we can take these sensitivities how we can take some of what we're calling as madness or, gosh, you know, I'm just really anxious or I'm depressed or whatever it is, and be able to start looking at it as the potential for magic that it truly is. Yeah, and I, I, I guess, I you know, what I... everyone or is that clear? No, I think that was really good, babe. Um, and I think what I would want to add to that is, it's an interesting thing um, for me, uh, you know, um, a very, very abusive childhood on many, many levels. And seeing now, I mean, we've been in the last many weeks, we've been talking about story time, telling your stories and, and transmuting your stories from trauma to triumph, right? And so um, it's an it's been a really interesting thing in my life to... Um, to really wonder about myself, you know, and to wonder if there was very much like a, a deep-seated wrongness inside of me with regards to all of this. Like I, you know, I joke about you saying, you know, are there multiple personalities in there? But, um, you know, for years um, I have, there's been certain things that I've been very challenged by, um, you know, earlier on, depression and um a, a, an energy of almost like bi bipolar um you know my whole family is medicated for depression all the women in my family are um you know so all these things that society would call wrong like i was super emotional um and you know what a lot in my relation emotional you know like almost histrionic right um and so um, and yet, all of that, through all of that um, that sensitivity and trauma and, you know, all gifts emerged. Um, and I can say now that, you know, I'm very much on the other side of a lot of that. So I still, I still, you know, I mean, even being super sensitive to the spiritual realm, which is what I do now, I, I have a lot of connection and channeling abilities with the spiritual realm. So there's times even now where I feel, um, I just feel crazy, you know, because I'm tapping into universal energy, because I'm ta tapping into energies and entities. Um, you know, I've it's been such a fascinating process to um, see this place of madness, you know, and almost not like lose my own mind, you know, or wonder if there's really something wrong with me. And what I would say is when I um, teach and coach and meetings for people, you know, more and more people are like, 
they kind of whisper to me and they're like, man, I'm experiencing this thing. Am I crazy? You know, because our society um, doesn't doesn't allow for any of this paranormal stuff necessarily. You know, it doesn't allow for um, for these uh, highly attuned gifts and talents and capacities. Um, and so, so many people are like, I think that I'm I'm making stuff up, or I'm losing my mind, or I'm going crazy, or I'm being possessed, or all of these things, right? So, um, so I love it that we're talking about this, you know, um, because it kind of blows the lid off these, these things that a lot of people and a lot of um, people in the metaphysical world are feeling, but not and a lot, and it actually is just so much more mainstream now. I honestly, I'm like so many people who I would consider quote muggle who are having these these experiences, these dreams, you know, these awarenesses, this intuition, um, and you know, it feels it feels crazy, um, and sometimes they act crazy, you know, and some people sometimes the people in your lives think you're crazy, you know, because you're, <laughs> you know, you're letting go of your secure job and going after a dream, you know, uh, that is seems like a pipe dream to your family. You know, you're choosing alternative relationships um, or alternative, uh, um, just alternative. <laughs> Wouldn't you say, babe, that it all kind of falls into line with all of that too? Uh, yeah. And then, like, one of the things that I have experienced in – you know, <clears throat> excuse me, um, um, I'm in the, um, uh, what is Dane's year program, the weird, be weird, be different it's program. Called, yeah, it's called be different, stay weird. Be different, stay weird. And um, he, in that program, he gifted us his X-Men talk that he did a couple ago. And he, it's so amazing how he describes what so our reality tends to try to diagnose everything it tends to try to disease everything right so like he talks about ADD ADHD autism OCD and like actually what the capacity is and and how like if it's seen as if it's diagnosed as a problem how it gets in and how it like it actually becomes a really big problem. But when you see it as the gift that it is, and you start utilizing it and working with it as the gift that it is, then you can um, you can create magic, you can create miracles with that. And it's um, uh, it, so for me, like you know, we're like we're talking a little bit about like highly attuned machines. Like for me. I didn't realize until, oh, I don't know, probably the last couple of years that I have some, like, OCD stuff. I never realized it before. It's done in a different way. It's not around perfection. I'm not washing my hands all the time. But I do things like count. Um, and, like, I'll count, like, I, I remember even just as a little kid counting how many lines and not stepping on a line and, like, you know, different things like that or a perseverate on something. Well, that same ability to perseverate, right? When and you, Suzanne, you've last couple of days. I'm like in my genius lab right now, and like there's I coming and I'm creating, and I like I I don't I don't change my clothes for days, bathe for days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there with with papers and books and like like you know, like it's like this pile of stuff around me, and I'm like. You know, typing one thing, reading one thing, looking at one thing, going, oh, my gosh, this is connected to this. Dun, 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 dun. You know, <laughs> like I am this mad, crazy professor. You could probably speak to that, huh? Yes, yes. It's It's been super fun. <laughs> she literally gets hair like Einstein, you know? <laughs> and, yeah, and I think this time it was like five days of thought washing your hair but at least you bathed um so, so her, her hairstylist hair stays super happy that she didn't wash her hair you know because she went and got it done and then she didn't wash it for five days but mostly it was just because in the creation on crack 
you know, like, so she's just in this energy um, and in this, it, it really does look like madness, you guys. It really does. But I've been around this one long enough to know that there is some really good shit that comes out of it, you know. So even though it kind of has this tornado energy to it and she's all place, it's um, it's actually, it, it it is pure creation. So we're going to talk about that, you know, like how that creation comes through and how you can harness this, this energy and, and have it flow easier into your creation. So we're going to go on break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about magic and madness and, and how oftentimes those energies go together in the creation process. Um, and they can also really go together when you're trying to create or co-create with people. It's an interesting thing. Um, you know, in our relationship, we have so much creative potential. Um, we have so much synergy, but we also have so much energy uh, can really lead into destruction, you know, that can really lead into conflict and that <laughs> our own special dose of madness <clears throat> in relationship. And so it's been an interesting process for us to harness um, all those energies because individually, I mean, we're just talking about Megan being this mad scientist. Like she she is brilliant in her um, ideas and in the way that she brings information from different modalities and different places together into these <clears throat> thoughts processes um you know if you've ever spent much time around her she's always in question and she's always about universal laws and universal principles and the way to manifest and um it's really powerful to watch her in her lab you know it's been really fun to to see her because she's been so you know um with uh pneumonia and so she's finally finally um feeling way way better and on more on the other side of that and her creation energy is is coming back so it's been so great to watch her um you know and i have my own version of of creative madness and so we put those together and it can really create amazing things it's part of the reason why we came together in a relationship um nine years ago um we're in fact, we're celebrating our nine-year anniversary in like two weeks. So that's insane, right? Right? <laughs> right? How did that happen? 
<laughs> yeah, um, and you know, I mean, so I, what do we want to talk about with all of that? Like, where do you want to go now with how when people, if people are starting to see kind of where their where their touch yeah. of madness is? Oh, I'd actually like to kind of finish um, my conversation about ADHD and all of that because I think mm. that people will be able to kind of see themselves and identify them. So there's things that in our reality that we call problems like bipolar, like depression, like anxiety, like schizophrenia, like um, DID talked about earlier, ADHD, ADD, OCD, and autism. And... Um, and so, like, for, and it's so interesting, you know, because, like, the other thing that I um, I have actually is ADHD. And I didn't know it. Like, if I had been a kid growing up now, I probably would be medicated because I'm crazy. <laughs> but, you know, it was so interesting because in this, in the X-Band conversation, and you guys, I think you can go to the um, access.com site and buy that uh, talk. It's a two-and-a-half-hour uh, event normally he does that for about an hour and a half, but super, very intensive and very good um, talk that he did, and it's like one hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. But one of the things he was talking about for me is he was um, talking, he was kind of walking back and forth on the stage, and he was talking about how he always needs more than one cameraman because he can't, he's he it feels better for him to move and how his body talks to other parts of his body and how his body is talking to the audience all the while that he's processing in multiple dimensions, which is what an ADD person has the capacity to do, a multidimensional processing mechanism. And what's interesting for me is that I recently did some, uh, some of that brain scan work where they read your brain and stuff. And he's like, you're so ADHD, it's insane, <laughs> you know, and I'm, and it's interesting because one of the things that happens for me, so, so the H part of the ADD has to do with hyper, it means your body has all this energy, your body actually talks in this unique way, and actually has the capacity, the energy of your body has the capacity to expand, so when I'm in front of a room, and you know this too, Suzanne, can be in my events, and you've been you've had to work with the live streamers, the cameramen, to try to, like, get me to be in one place. And it's very near impossible. Like, in one event, they they taped up my thing and said, okay, Megan, you can't walk past the X. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I tried my best. I tried my best. <laughs> but, but my point is this, is that things, if my – there's not very many things that allow me to use all those capacities. Facilitating is one of them, in particular, facilitating groups, because facilitating one-on-one, -on -one, like, say, on Zoom or something, doesn't require the same level of physical energy. So when I'm facilitating groups, when I'm speaking for audiences, um, sports, athletics, um, that, those are places where sort of all of me can play. And so, it, and this is really recent. I was just watching this uh, last weekend. And I was realizing that that my I'm also prone to what I would call what this reality would call depression. So what happens for me is if I don't have enough time, uh, stage time, so to speak, that allow or I'm not participating in a sport that would um, that that energy can implode because designed to explode essentially that energy is designed like when i'm in front of a room of 100 200 300 people i can take that physical energy and i can expand it to encompass the entire room and it was funny in new zealand that was the feedback that i got when i talked um in an inspire talk which you guys will see one day because the uh the, when the reality is launched but that was the thing that people said is that I they're like they were instantly connected to me, and that's because of the H. That's the H factor, you know. And but at the back end of things, when I don't have enough outlets for that, I can I can get kind of depressy. I can get kind of melancholy, <laughs> you know. Depressy is that depressy? 
Is that like is that like monogamish? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can, because I don't. It's not like I, I. And I think maybe, I think maybe if I if there's some therapists listening, they might go. I think she might be a little bipolar. But you know, but. <laughs> about that is, I mean, it is really interesting because these kinds of labels um, can be a little bit helpful to just get out of judgment of yourself, right? Like, so when Dane talks about, like, I'm ADD, ADHD, and blah, 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 and all this stuff, and autistic, and on the blah, 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 right? And it frees up an energy to just be you. But then there's also a place where people use those labels to almost contract into of like, you know, they identify with the actual quote disorder, you know, and then they feel really wrong and then they feel like they have to be medicated, you know, and they feel like that they're behind the eight ball all the time in life because they have this condition or they have this disorder, right? Um, and so it can be like a really positive thing, you know, like when you when you found out, when you were became aware of your ADD and ADHD, it was very freeing for you because I think that there was so much judgment that you had about not tracking details and not being able to like focus and all of that kind of stuff that, you know, when that opened up of like, wow, I have this tendency or I have this, this way of being in the world, then, um, then it freed you up to just be like, okay, well, how do I create with this? You know, how do I, um, how do I, uh, allow and accept and be with, you know, who, what my natural energy is and in a way see it as a capacity instead of a limitation, you know? Um, and so that was amazing for you, but I would also say that I've, I work with a lot of people who, um, who do the opposite almost with that, with that label. They go to a traditional, um, psychologist or psychic, get on, you know, medication, and they feel really wrong. They feel like limited. They 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 almost in hush hush talk about like I I'm bipolar or I have this right. And so um, so I wanted to just bring that kind of awareness out and that um, distinction. How allow the this third dimensional reality and our you know and all the ways in which you're quote diagnosed allow that to actually free you that uh, as as a gift and as a, a capacity and really as, um, you know, as your superpower, you know, um, and that what and also not buying into the limitations of what our society says that is, you know, um, I think that is an important um, process for people. Well, and I mean, I'll just share on a personal note. So it was. I think it was like two years ago where I did those brain scans and learned that I had um, ADHD. And, like, it wasn't a big surprise to anybody who knows it. <laughs> but I I didn't know that was diagnosable. Um, but, you know, when I was watching the, the, his talk on the X-Men and he was describing how, like, he was kind of describing the gift of all these things, Right. And I was, like, crying. And I was, like, I was up pacing the house because it was it was like I was or he was or whatever. We were giving my body permission to turn back on and turn back up those energies because that's one of the things that happens is that, and I'm going to, I want to talk about OCD and I want to talk about autism in a set of, like, actually what the gifts of those things are. But, like... Um, I, and this is why I can be a little depressing, right? And this is why <laughs> I think that I can be prone to gain weight is that the energy that's designed to be upward movement through my body and to connect to, you know, my body's energy can expand like phenomenally and dynamically so much so that people like ask me to stand back. 
<laughs> I used to take that personal too. But, you know, it's like, and if I'm not expressing that, what am I doing? I'm depressing that. So just finding out, like, there was a way that he spoke to it that helped me see other aspects of its capacities that allowed me to, and I don't know how or why, but I basically, while I was listening to that and pacing, I turned those energies back on. And the truth is, is I think that's why I'm doing so much better with my illness, with the, with the pneumonia. I've, it was from that day that I started having energy in my body again. And so I realized that part of even being sick was me suppressing this energy um, that is designed to to be expressed, that is designed to be out there in the world. And it's like, and I've, I've said this quote many times, and I will continue to say it, but the Gospel of Thomas, there was a quote by um, a sermon that Christ gave, said, you bring forth that which is in you, it will save you. If you do not, it will destroy you. And that is really the essence of the magic and the madness. They're right next to each other. And the deal is, is that, you know, we got to express that stuff. Um, and I want to just quickly, before we go to the break, and then we'll talk more after the break about, you know, how we can begin to channel it. But really, the first thing is you have to recognize that the things that you've been calling wrong, that the things you've been calling madness, there's magic in there, and you've got to start asking to, to, to be shown the magic that's there. You've got to go, well, what capacity is this? What magic is this? How can I use this? How can I use it to my advantage? So, um, the, so OCD is really the, the people that are diagnosed with OCD, um, actually tend to have the capacity to hear and feel and sense the energies, thoughts, and emotions of people from a thousand miles of radius to eight thousand miles radius, and that's why where OCD comes from is because there's so much data coming in that they actually compartmentalize or try to focus the energy in a physical way that allows them to not go crazy. Because if you were listening to eight thousand people. <laughs> their crazy thoughts, wouldn't you be a little bit crazy? So the OCD is about actually taking the energy out of the brain, as it were, um, and processing it in that that way and bringing it into something physical and something tangible. So it's like you can feel yourself in this reality, which is why the, the counting or the, the washing of the hands or, you know, obsessing or obsess separating about things. And then with autism, uh, kids with the on the autism spectrum, they don't actually they live in the now. Past, present, and future are all the same thing. There are no walls. They have no walls to the outside world. That's why it's so hard for them to look people in the eyes because when they look at the eyes, they sense all the energy, past, present, and future, all the emotion, all everything that person has been in that eye gaze, and it's a lot, you know. And so here are all these things, you know, anxiety, depression, bipolar, ACD, ACDC. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you, have you been diagnosed with ACDC? <laughs> um, that actually are, is this dynamic, sensitive uh, vehicle that has not, is not directed, it is not, being honed in the way that it's designed to be. And maybe there's like, you know, a big truckload of trauma sitting on top of those sensitivities too because what's really, really interesting is that for somebody to have these levels of sensitivity, um, so, so so this, I used to wonder this because in my rapid eye, I worked with a lot of trauma. And, I, and people would be traumatized about the most simple things. I'm like, oh my God, get a life, you know? But what's true is that with their level of sensitivity, something that wouldn't have been traumatic to somebody else was traumatic to them because they felt all of it. They felt all the nuances of that situation. You know, dad said, no, you're getting ice cream. But they didn't just hear the no. They heard their father's, they, they felt, you know, his bad day at work and he felt his resentment at kids and having to go to work to feed those kids. And so all that went in their little system. 
And for some people, don't read that. They don't bring that in. And so it's not traumatic for them. Good news, if you have felt fucked up, if you felt diagnosable, chances are really, really good you have very high-level magic. And let's talk about that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about magic and madness. And I, um, before we continue with this, I really wanted to give a shout out to Megan um, because she has a couple of things that are coming up that are you will want to know about, you will want to participate in. <clears throat> so I'm super excited because, um, as you know, we were in Zealand with um, the Waitaha tribe and in six days, six nights of dream time. And Megan has created this one day event that's very, very exclusive called Dream Time that is um in Salt Lake City this Saturday. So um I am so there this Saturday. Um but talk to the people, hun, about Dream Time and what that is and <laughs> if there's any spots left for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so funny because I, did, um, I woke up today and I was dreaming about the event, Dream Time, and what I it was the craziest thing because I I only do it with a very small group of people um, because I want to give people individualized experience and um, in this dream people kept joining. All of a sudden, there were like 25 people in the room. I'm like, what are you people doing here? <laughs> so maybe there's more Maybe there's more people that want to come. Um, so basically, what I, my intent was, um, let me share just a couple things. Um, I did this event in Dallas a couple weeks after getting back from Lind. And, and if you're just hearing this for the first time, um, I basically uh, did a reality show a conscious reality show in New Zealand, and part of that was spending six days in dream time with the Waitaha tribe in New Zealand. And there were a few of our partners that were asked to participate, or asked if they wanted to come, and so Suzanne joined me in that. So in Salt Lake's dream time, you're going to get an extra special dose because she received transmission and the vibration of the tribe. And this is a tribe that's been kind of hiding among the Maoris. And hiding, I mean, you talk about magic and madness, like they've been hiding because there are such a dynamic love vibration with this, this, this sort of tribe that has typically been a warring tribe. Um, and they, so they've been in hiding, actually. 
um, and haven't come out and said, hey, we're here until 2014. And they have a very love energy, a love vibration, um, in addition to um, a very dynamic way of like healing and awareness about the earth and what's required. And so um, one of my intents in coming back from this experience was I they want this shared. That's why they allowed us in. They have never allowed any group to be with them longer than three days. We stayed in their Mirai, which is kind of their church, for six days. And the reason was is that we were women leaders or a matriarchal tribe. And so they desired to um, uh, to give this energy to the women to bring out into the world. And it was really interesting when I did this event in Dallas, I felt like I could find, it was like I was holding this vibration and then I was finally able to let it go by giving it to everybody in the room. And so that's what dream time is. It's really, um, I have no idea what's going to happen other than that you're going to receive a very dynamic frequency of unconditional love energy. And it's in Salt Lake City. It's this Saturday. I believe I have three openings still uh, for this Saturday. I might have four, but please uh, message me if you're interested in coming and joining me for Dreamtime. And along, I have a call series coming up tomorrow called Creating from the Energy of Miracles. It's a three-call series, and um, we are coming into the age of miracle. And again, just like with this magic and madness, it's like these energies that are opening up on our planet, the magic that's opening up, the consciousness that's opening up, we have to actually wield it for advantage because it's like if this energy is just moving through us, it's kind of like, you know, if if you're not aware that you can feel the the cycles of the planets, full moons, new moons, all that kind of stuff, then it kind of has its way with you. <laughs> if you know what energy is moving through, you can wield that energy, you can direct that energy for your advantage. And, and the energy of miracles is a dynamic. Everybody goes, yay, the energy of miracles. But it's also a very highly attuned, high sensitive, dynamic energy that um, is, is I believe, if the more we're aware of it and the more we can call on it and the more we can direct it, the more yumminess and awesomeness we can have in our lives. And that starts tomorrow. And if you're interested in that, gosh, it's all over Facebook, but I also, um, you can go to the Facebook event, Creating with the Energy of Miracles. Keisha, you can grab that link and put it here in the show notes. But the other thing is, is that I have, it's $147 for three calls. But if you private message me uh, your email, I can send you the replay of the original show that I did on it, um, it was called the wealth. It was on the Wealth of Being You show, and if you PM me, I can give you that call plus a link for ninety-seven dollars until midnight tonight, so you can get fifty dollars off plus get an extra. If you're interested in that call series, private message me. So, yay! Let, let yes, I'm so excited about this call. Speaking of miracles, there's been so much awareness brought in around that for me. That's my crazy professor thing that's going on right now. It's like this energy that's coming into me of like the awakening that's happening on the planet, you know. And um, that's the other thing, you guys, is like there is this awakening of consciousness and it's like, if we know that, we can use that. We can understand that in the waking up process, sometimes we bump into walls when we first wake up. You know, it's like it's so, so important in in transmuting and redirecting um, anything, any, please, please, please stop calling anything that's happening in your life wrong. Thing that's happening in your life is happening is because there's a gift there, there's a magic there. So, you know, one of the easiest turnarounds is what's right about this I'm not getting? What's right about me that I'm not getting? What, like, there's many resources. Being You, Changing the World is a great resource by Dane here. Um, there's another book called um, Practical Psychology with Susanna Minnemeyer, and she actually specifically deals with all these sort of mental disorders and, like, 
what actually they are and what tools we need. That's the other thing. To drive a Lamborghini, you need a different skill set. And so looking and seeking for, okay, so let's say you've had bipolar. Let's say you had depression. What, instead of calling that wrong, you went, okay, what's right about this? How can I use it? And what are the skills that I need to develop to be able to was intended to be utilized? What do you think of that? What would you add to that? That's Huh? That's real, real you, good. What are you saying? <laughs> oh, you are you are fired up about it. I was just expecting you to keep going, you know, for the for our final two minutes because you were you were mm. throwing some resources out there. I think it's really great. I mean, you know, in the chat room we have a a woman um, who <laughs> she was just saying crap holy shit you know and then she was saying wow i am just so like really 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 aware of everything and judging herself for being so crazy and why can't she get it together and um you know and all and i, I mean it, that's that's where like so that's, that's the first step is that awareness of like wow i am really I am more aware than I know, and I, and that acceptance and relief, you know, of, whew, okay, maybe there's a reason why, you know, like, like I can't get out of the house. Like, this is a super fun fact about Megan is that it literally takes her, like, three minutes sometimes to actually get out the door because she's going back and forth and finding keys and then going back and doing this, going um, here and then here and then here. Um, and it's this funny, funny dance that she does um, getting out the door, but it's... <laughs> But it's also part of her creative genius. It's also part of how she navigates ideas and things come in and then she follows that. And it's it seems like madness, but it's actually magic. And so all of you listening now and in the future, can you feel a place in you where you've called it madness, but it's really your magic? And will you um, follow the energy of these resources and this information that we've um, shared with you today so that you can step more into the uh, magic of it and more into allowance of you. So thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. Of course, we don't know what we're talking about next week, but you're going to want to come back. <laughs> we'll see you then. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.